Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Hutton Orbital News. This is Dick Chafing. And I'm Rudolf Hucker. In tonight's news... George Pantazzi's influence grows slowly. Hutton Mining Corporation, Incorporated. Ed Hunter arrives back at Halfa Centauri for a much-needed rest. Commander Cheesewiz recruiting for extras for her new film. Hotpit team, recently bolstered by a few new additions to their spy wing, have reported that progress of our latest venture, George Pantazis, is slow going. We've expanded into the system and are slowly, and using the bulletin board, creating a separation between the Hodden truckers and eight other minor factions. We're after a large pad and we're not afraid to take on anyone who wants to stop us. Of course, We'd rather just truck them into oblivion and have a nice peaceful election against a major faction, but time will tell. Alvin has asked very nicely that we not be mean to the major faction. After all, it's not their fault that we expanded into the system. When the time comes for us to ask them to step aside, we'd rather they did it with good grace and without leaving the station in an utter state. The newly formed Hutton Mining Corporation is beginning its first mission this weekend. Commanders are descending on a local pristine metallic reserve for a giant game of hungry, hungry hippos. For the uninitiated, this involves wings of truckers blasting rocks for waiting mobile refineries who will be extracting the valuables and running missions for the mug and, of course, their own wealth. An appeal has gone out from the corporation for data on surrounding systems that regularly have mining missions on their bulletin boards, most of which pay over 200,000 credits per load. Are you an experienced miner? Do you dig rocks? Are you refined enough to help fellow commanders get wealthy? Sign up now. In an epic return journey from the GIMP run, Commander Ed Hunter has finally arrived back in Alpha Centauri. Much has changed since he left. We now own Alvin Prospect, Yamagazaki, and uh, he has had his choice of locations to sell his huge haul of data. Aside from a small incident where he went to the wrong Yamazaki to sell loads of data, his return to the relative civilization of occupied space has been uneventful, and he is in the process of selling marginally over 100 million credits of data to our faction. That's right, you heard me correctly there. 100 million dollars! <laughs> <clears throat> that's twelve thousand three hundred and three. <laughs> that's twelve thousand three hundred and three honks. Seven sheets of full paper, full corner to corner with system names. Two days straight of selling data, and one huge bill from the station psychiatrist. Alvin has graciously allowed him not to make the final journey to Hutton Orbital, and instead has offered him a pat on the back at Alvin Prospect. 
Congratulations, Commander, on an epic journey. Now, go have a beer. And finally, Commander Cheesewiz is requesting that any commanders who want their five minutes of fame get in touch as she is shooting her latest film outside the station at George Pantazis this Friday evening. She has an experienced camera crew. Any extras wanting to join in the filming will be offered the usual coffee in a polystyrene cup, some curly sandwiches, and of course their names in the credits at the end of the filming. You never know, stardom may await. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the news. This is Hutton Orbital, and we are your newscasters. That's Dick Chafing and... And Rudolf Hucker. You don't have to be beautiful.
Hello and welcome to Hot and Orbital News. You've heard the news and now it's the views part, the bit where we and my uh, co-partner here, uh, Mr. Van Ton, who joins me in the studio. I'm, of course, your host this evening, Grant Psycho Kyle Woolcott, and uh, we're here to sort of talk about all the things that are going on in Hot and Orbital this week. Um, and, you know, the fact that we, we expanded is great. Uh, we've got charity streams information coming. We've got quite a lot of things to get through tonight, so we will you know, we'll try and get on, and of course we've got our warmonger, uh, Hober Mallow, who has some information uh, regarding the political goings on. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that little Tom Jones there. I think, uh, Dave, you were dancing in the cockpit there. I was jiggling my buns, yes. <laughs> Is that what you call them? Okay. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're more of sort of, well, not so much buns as... Yeah, okay, large, enormous loaves, but anyway... Yes, I mean, it's been quite an impressive week to expand into our third system. I know for, for you guys out there that are on to your eighth and ninth, I think the Hammers of Slough are now expanding into their fourth system and they've got three systems in boom. That's just showing off, but we're not that far behind. We're catching up. Hold so they've over. taken over Maidenhead, High Wycombe, Uxbridge and somewhere else, yeah? <laughs> yeah, they're just currently um, stuck on the M1, I believe. So they're dealing with the traffic issues on the M1 at the moment. Now they're in big battles, are they? The, a war for Slough. I was watching Kate's Twitch stream the other night there, and yeah, they're doing things right. They're doing it well, so good luck to them. Of course, if you hammers ever need something shipped from A to B, then you know, and you can if you can find Alvin, then maybe you can hire the truckers, and we'll come and help you shift some stuff about. But other than that, um, we are definitely concentrating in uh, George's pants, pantizas, pantazas. How would you? Pansies is what everyone's calling it Yes, George's pants That is of course the silky smooth voice of our harbinger of death Hober Mallow, good evening, how are you sir? Good evening ladies and gentlemen Thank you very much Cal for having me on um, Yes, if anybody is currently recording anything I will smash their ship up <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Is he, I think he's referring to the fact that my uh, current uh, avatar is a snapshot that says you were destroyed by Hober Mallow when he destroyed me. Ah, uh, it's yes. a reference to any camera crews videoing what he's up to, getting a kick in the frame shift. Yeah, okay. That's the one. Yes. And I do. I do also have an unfortunate screenshot of I got killed by Dick. That happens a lot. <laughs> Less than I'd hoped. Anyway, anyway, so so just a quick one for both of you. So, what have both of you been up to in in game or in uh, in the universe uh, the last couple of days? Well, actually, I've not played Elite for a couple of... Uh, maybe about a whole week, um, with just sort of real-life carry-on and officialdoms and obviously getting things organised for Elite Meet takes up a fair chunk of a week. Um, but we're, we're getting there. And so this week I've had some time. I have borrowed one of the truckers had given a really good Cobra build for running smuggle runs in the... Rubigos and uh, the various different hot spots for picking up these smuggling missions, and I've been, you know, trying to to get my ranking up to elite in uh, trade, and I'm now 32% on my way on that last rank. It's hard going, um, and and to be honest, it can be a little bit tedious. 
Um, this, 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 it's just a case of you know you add infinitum. The more missions you stack, the more messages of oh there you are you get. Where you can actually have nine or ten messages, and it's just frustrating. But then occasionally you get the guy that pulls you out to blast you, and that's a bit of fun. Boost your way out of there, and the cobra just goes at what four hundred and forty, and it's just, yeah, uncatchable. Your alternative, of course, is um, randomly taking missions in GP, uh, George's Pants, whatever it's called, uh, at my destination on one of the missions. It said, oh, here, have 1.7 million credits for taking some slaves. I thought, oh, no, it's one of those dodgy smuggling missions. And I looked at it again, and it was an honest-to-God, straight-up, no smuggling mission. I thought, oh, this is quite good. Then looked at the planetary missions and said, oh, have another 1.2 million credits for taking some. Oh, I picked those things up, dropped the slaves off, not one message, got to the other end and said, here, have 900,000 credits for taking some more stuff somewhere. And I've ended up in Alliance space. And every time I land, I'm getting another 900,000 credit mission, which was, yeah, pretty lucrative. And no messages from the cops. Nice. See, I seem to have had the opposite of that. I've been doing uh, missions in George Pantiazzi system, and I've been sitting around <laughs> for half an hour, maybe an hour at a time, getting a mission maybe worth 50,000 if I'm lucky, or 10,000 as I had earlier today. Decided to uh, just go into Super Cruise, go downstairs, start cooking the dinner, come back, thought nothing of it. Five million rebuy on my uh, Python. So I've not really been having the same experience everybody else has recently. <laughs> Oh no, my, mine wasn't in George's Pants. Mine was as a result of George's Pants. George's <laughs> Pants led me down If, if George's road. Pants are giving you slaves, then all, I'm all for it. You're pulling slaves no, out no, of George's, George's Pants. George's Pants sent me away. Yeah, they just sent me away to somewhere else and said, here, have ten grand to bugger off, and while you're there, do what you want. And so having taken the ten grand to clear off, the guys at the other end went, aha, you've escaped from George's Pants. Um, please come and do missions for us. You must be a brave soul. Uh, look, before we go any further in, in the tonight's show, we have now referred to the... No, what's it? George's Pants. George's we, Pants. We have referred to them in three number of different ways. And it's going to get a little bit confusing unless we all agree on a particular one shortcut for it. I mean, obviously, it's George Pantazzi. Pantaloons. It's Pantazzi's. It's Pantazzi's. It's as clear... I mean, and I George's Panties. Yeah. I'm Scottish. And George's and Panties. There we go. No, it's not Panties. It's Pantazzi's, which is Pantaloons. clearly an Italian version of Panties. It's actually well, Greek. He's a Greek person. One of the spy team is Greek, and she was saying it's he's a Greek celebrity person thing. Okay. We need to find out more. Hello, good evening, Commander Spike. The voice of the mystery. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and how are you, Spike? I am very good, thank you. Just, yeah, very good. Well, can so, you can you get the spy team to find out who George's pants actually are? I mean, who Pantazzi's is, and yep, tell us I if will. he's famous for anything awesome like trucking. I'll I'll I'll, I'll find it out now. Give me a second. I don't, I don't know if our, our Greek contingent's actually online at the moment. Could you also drop those seven canisters of coffee you have for me? What, what for the for our dodgy dodgy mission? There's I will I will do that now. Uh, We're not doing something dodgy. Keep it quiet. Are you undermining a main faction somewhere, you No, 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 we're, no, we're helping out George, George's pants, but the only missions, we, both Hober and I got exactly the same mission of getting seven tons of stolen coffee. We attempted to give it to each other, realised we couldn't fuel scoop for toffee, so went and bought some collector limpets to go and transfer seven tons of stolen goods to each other. Seven tons? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that was, that, no, 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 no. 
Right, look, let, let's face it. We decided we'd go out for coffee and it all went a bit awry, but Alvin said if we bring some back, it'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's well, all for the mug. Let, let's go. I mean, we've got a couple of things. Obviously, I think tonight, uh, Ed, uh, the galactic intern who was a very successful trucker, has moved on to running a little bit with the Hammers of Slough. So they're preparing for war. And as a result, one of our guests for tonight's show is involved in that project. So we're hoping to see them at some point to discuss a charitable, again, special effects, raising funds for special effects. And there's a bit of charity going on. Um, what we have at this current is we're just due for an advert break so while we're waiting for Sarah Johnson to come and join us and tell us all about their charity if they don't make it tonight it's fine we'll give you the links and you can go and have a read up again you know the special effects we cannot shout out enough for how wonderful and meaningful the work is that they achieve and covering the entirety of the UK to make sure that absolutely everybody no matter how severe their physical or mental disability has access to gaming and that wonderful break that it can make in a, a difficult time just to get you know an hour away to play FIFA for goodness sake you know and we would talk about Elite Dangerous but it's quite a complex game to get involved in but it's got so many little facets of it that would be beautiful I may imagine if you like my wife who cannot get outside and doesn't tend to see the outside very often but she can sort of watch the beautiful sunset from a rocky planet surface or see some kind of beautiful astrological phenomena and just just to have those moments and the beautiful music goes with it you know to, to be denied the ability to play that is just a shame and uh, the special effects work very hard and amazingly well at um, allowing to help people achieve what they want to do which is brilliant so we can't applaud them more and as I say Sir Johnson will be on with that later on but we're going to go and take a wee quick jump for an advert as he said because he's now trying to work out which one to go for uh, yep we're going to go for that so we will catch you in two minutes after these messages I'm sure it's messages panties messages yeah sure I'll do it I went down to Hutton and I saw Alvin. He was like, Orf? And I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, then this pirate comes up to me and he's all like, give me all your stuff. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, well, later I'm at the planet and this skimmer comes up and it's like, pew, pew. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Well then, it was 3am and I'm in a war zone wearing my python. This fed comes up and he says, Hey, punk. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Right, yeah, and then I'm smuggling in the Rubigo and Officer Leroy comes up to me and he's like, Hey, I thought I told you. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Well, then up comes Simuth. I'm like, yo, Simuth, what's up? 
He's like, nothing. And I'm like, that's cool. Because this is my factual state of whatever. And this is our hut and faction of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. My name is Christopher Jarvis, and this is an appeal for the new series of Escape Velocity, the unofficial Elite Dangerous Fullcast Audio Podcast. We raise funds for this series through you, our amazing community, to make the show, and we're just a few patrons short of our next stretch goal. If you'd like to hear the ships, computers, and terminals in Escape Velocity sound just like the ones in the game, help us get to our next stretch goal so we can get Verity, the official computer voice, over to our little studio. The series is shaping up really well thanks to your help, but we'd really like you to ice our cake. Wait, does that sound rude? Support the Escape Velocity Fund now at patreon.com forward slash radio theatre workshop for behind the scenes tidbits, updates on the series, physical rewards and more great stuff for backers. The new series begins soon. Right, we're back in the studio. Thank you for uh, being patient through those little adverts there. Uh, and we are going to go through uh, a little uh, briefing as to what's coming up this weekend because we have a special uh, bookmark, historic moment in the whole Hutton Truckers as we diversify into a very new and unknown and slightly scary new direction but in order to kind of keep us all calm and let us know it's safe and nothing's a problem we're going to hand over to Dave who's going to give us a rundown on the plans for this weekend Dave what is coming up for us uh, hungry hungry hippos for one evening only well also known as uh, we're going mining um, Alvin had a word and said all these missions keep popping up on the bulletin board saying bring me osmium and unobtainium and pen in the arsium and um we realized we didn't have any of these and the missions are quite lucrative 200 300 000 credits a time so i thought well, what better thing to do than get a whole stack of truckers together somewhere near some rocks uh, blast the rocks and um incorporate the the hutton mining corporation can we get a whole crew together to destroy a whole swathe of an asteroid belt uh, pick it all up in in big trucks and take it back to our stations and other nearby stations uh, for giggles in wings excellent so we'll get some definite you know high quality hand wavium going as well then well yeah i mean the, the the basics are we've been i've been talking to a few of the the more experienced miners out there i mean i've never actually tried mining myself so i'm i'm flying blind here or being led by others but the the, the plan is to take um sort of dedicated mining uh, rock blasting ships uh, with prospectors who are going to increase the the yield of these rocks to a pristine metallic um ring somewhere near our system so it, there's there are one or two nearby that are one or two hops away so uh, we're going to there we're not going to go into a res site we're going to go just drop straight into the ring um so we don't get too many of these uh, naughty pirates turning up and um the mining ships are going to start blasting away now instead of the way you do it normally which is you blast away you pick it up for yourself you refine it yourself and then load your hull up and discard the rubbish what these mining ships are going to be doing is just blasting and blasting and releasing as many of these fragments as possible what we then have are the hungry hippos themselves so we're having a, a little rotation on a fleet of ships with refineries and collector limpets who are going to be picking up and refining the fragments, then flying away. 
selling them for the faction, selling them for money for their own pockets, and then coming back again for another load. So we're running it like a big giant team conveyor belt. Um, we're going to be operating sort of different mining rigs about, or just within seven kilometers apart. So outside the range of collector limpets, but inside the range of pits. Um, to increase the yield, but so we don't end up with our limpets toodling all over the asteroid field, blowing each other up. So the, the idea is that we have a, a one evening continuous mining rig running in a, a, a you know, ring system somewhere near Alpha Centauri. That's um, this was just spectacular. I mean, obviously, uh, you're going to have some kind of wing protection because you're going to need it. Because if pirates get wind of this, they are most definitely going to be waiting to pick off these small ships as they run back to the station. So it does sound like there is an, a small element of danger. Who have we got? Any particular um, factions covering our arses? Um, yes, we've had volunteers from um, Dark Echo. I think one or two of the Diamond Frogs might be turning up. I think they're busy with their own shenanigans at the moment. Um, but we've got a <laughs> Emperor's of... Grace. <coughs> uh, well, no comment. <laughs> no, yes, definitely no comment. Um, but the yeah, there's a, there's a few of those guys. But Dark Echo is sending a cover wing, and of course, if it looks dangerous, out of the wing of each four ships, we could have one combat ship available. A lot of the dedicated miners run anacondas and similar, so we'll we'll have some protection there. Excellent, excellent. And what time? And well, yeah, go through the basics of right here. I hello, hello, Dave. I've heard about your wonderful project. Uh, it's coming up on Saturday night, and I'm free. What do I do to be part of it? Okay, well, at 8 o'clock on... Uh, 8 o'clock GMT, or whatever the other way of saying GMT is, um, game time at the moment, um, we're meeting up at George's Pants uh, for winging up and working out what kit to get. Um, so, worst-case scenario, turn up at 8 o'clock on the evening, get into a wing with a mining rig, and then follow us over to the mining site. Details will be published... Um, on the thread on the official forums, on the Facebook page, and if we can, and if SNOS is available on the website as well, about where we're going and what we're doing. Um, if you're in the usual TeamSpeak here in the Lave Radio uh, TeamSpeak, you can coordinate with um, Commander Homer Mallow, who's here, who's volunteered to try and help me line the little ducks up for the evening. And... Um, if, if you're not sure about anything, you're not sure about the rigs, the best thing to do is to look at the Facebook page, look at the official forum thread, and we're going to be posting up uh, what ships are coming, what rigs we need, how many miners, how many hungry hippos, and what the plan is in both of those two as well. So keep an eye on those over the next couple of days. One thing that you will find very useful is the, the mining missions often have a long timer on them. So you're looking at taking a mining mission... Um, in the day, so if you happen to pop on, you know, the evening before and you see that there's a, a 24-hour, one-day, two-day mining mission, grab it. But what we're going to be doing uh, during the afternoon, if you're free, is whiz around all the local extraction systems, uh, stack up as many of the mining missions as you can if you're a hungry hippo, so that you get the maximum credit uh, back out again once you start dropping them off. But this is amazing, and and dare I ask one more question, to, because the, I think this one is poignant. Uh, hi Dave, I play Elite Dangerous on the Xbox. Can I be part of your event too, please? Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. We have a few Xbox um, truckers in the group, and I'm trying to sort of wrangle those guys in, into a, a reasonable team as well. Um, we've also got one or two that I'm in touch with through the 
triple uh, elite groups the, the one of the triple elite groups is an xbox group and they have been invited so i'm going to be publishing names of who's looking after the xbox team but the same goes for anybody playing in solo as well even if you don't play directly in game with other players you're more than welcome to join us listening um, to the radio while you're in um, the live radio team speak and you can mine along with the rest of the crew and join in the fun even if you just enjoy playing on solo so it's the same for solo or xbox join in we'll give you the location come and join us and you know we, we can all enjoy the experience regardless of the game mode you play in yeah, because instancing is an issue anyway, so even when you are, if you are on the PC, a number of people end up in different instances anyway. However, we know you can tweet in your messages or Facebook message into the group and we can give you a shout out if need be. Uh, it's always fun to even, you know, if you can create your own wings, if you've got a couple of friends you want to do this and be part of it, then, you know, just send us a message. If you can send a message in game, we tend to get it quicker. If you can't in game, don't worry about it. Tweet or Facebook and we'll you know, give you a little nod and applaud your efforts and of course screenshots. That's what we want to see. We want to see screenshots of how how much money you make, how well you get on and the influence increase that you manage to bring to the system. Because, you know, it's it's that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to secure our position in this new system and then create a platform that we can then grow from and God knows, you know, next one's Saul Saul for the next one, I think. <clears throat> Possibly. Anyway, uh, there's there's a couple of other little small points of that one. Um, if you are increasing our faction and you see mining missions that aren't for Hutton truckers in any of our three systems, don't take that one. So you can take mining missions from anybody you like um, outside our three systems, but when you're inside our three systems, they need to be only Hutton truckers mining missions. Brilliant. Yes, we want to support the Hutton truckers only. Um, obviously. And, um, um, Colours as well. Uh, the original Hungry Hippos game had four colours. So if you are organising your own wing, you know, we can have a volunteer for the green hippos and the pink hippos and the red hippos. That was three colours. I, I, I mine mine had a blue hippo. I'm, I'm colour blind. What's the other one? I think it was blue. Or blue, yellow, orange, but... green and red. Okay, we'll take that. Yep. So yeah, make sure you dress accordingly for the evening, and uh, eight o'clock B uh, GMT, not BST, because it's sort of summer times over. It is officially now GMT or EDGT, which would be Elite Dangerous Game Time, eight p.m. Saturday, and we would look forward to seeing you there. And before oh, we, on sorry. the timing. Sorry to cut across you on that one. Yep. On the timing, eight o'clock is sort of assemble at George's pants. Uh, we're not planning on blasting rocks until 8.30. It's assemble from 8, ready for an 8.30 rock blast. Sounds perfectly good. So you can get your rocks off at 8.30 if you're running late. Just head, look for the location, and you can come over and join us if you're running late. So don't worry about it. We look forward to seeing you. Just get into wing. Get your colours on and scoop da doop until you poop. Uh, and that's I think, is the... The tagline for the entire project, or if it's not, it's going to be now. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, we may be playing one or two little tunes to keep us busy as well. I think you might have one or two of them lined up here for later, but um, certainly on the evening we're going to be having some fun with the music, at the very least in TeamSpeak, if not on the radio. Absolutely. Now, I think this is a, a good segue um, to go into the political um, chats, but I can see that our guest... Uh, our guest charity worker is here, so it might be prudent maybe to jump to that, unless our particular spike. Have you got a bit of time to stick around for her? 
Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. No worries when you need me. We shall we shall bring uh, our special guest down and um, have a little quick chat with them. Uh, hello, you cannot speak at the current second, so I'm just going to give you some power, but you should be able to hear us. Uh, Commander Simulator, welcome to the Hutton Orbital Radio offices, and we have already given a, a sort of brief overview of what you're in to chat about. Um, but yeah, over what is it you are here to tell us all about? Maybe I didn't give you enough time to collect your thoughts. That might have been a bit cruel to drag you down um, and fire at you like that. <laughs> um, hey, Psycho. Hello. I'm very well. <laughs> and God, how are you? My mind's a bit mashed. Yeah, I'm a bit, my brain's a little bit battered. Um, yeah, just, just been educating Ed. Um, so lots of Sidewinder sports fun at Slough Orbital. Fantastic. Um, Did it yeah, go well? Giving him lots of... I think it went fantastically, yeah. Yeah, it was very good. It was very good. Lots of, um... Lots of, uh... Hammers of Slough silliness, which is what the Hammers are all about. I, and I really don't... Why Why do I seem to be attracted to these groups that are just full of a bunch of absolutely insane nutters? <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> who were also just happened to be the absolutely most brilliant friends I've ever met. So, you know, you know through a game. Yeah, it's always people, good yeah. to have those those kind of friends that are a little bit nuts. And if you don't have any friends that are nuts and off their head, then it means that it's you. Yeah, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, thank you for dragging me into in, in, into the uh, radio show, Mister Psycho Cow. You absolute mother trucking hero. Oh no, it's a pleasure. To, pleasure to have you. And of course, we were talking earlier on just about the fact that you know what uh, special effects are, who they are, and the amazing stuff that they do, and why everybody should give every single penny that they own to them. And in fact, our uh, warmonger uh, Hober Mallow here has a particularly personal story. But before we get to that, what is it you're actually going to do the, to raise funds? What is it you're you're part of? Um, right, okay, so I'm part of, um, of a team that have signed up for Game Blast 16 um, called the What's It, um, well, Team What's It, and um, in that group we've got um, got Commander Nats Wright, uh, we've got uh, Commander Siren, and we've got myself, obviously, and um, uh, Commander Bubble, um, who will be doing the uh, the race to Sagay? Um, <laughs> you with... can't do a race to uh, that, that. You know what? Bubble is most definitely an honorary trucker because that is the kind of ridiculousness that you'd expect from a trucker. <laughs> race he's, to Sagay, he's, really? He's racing. He's racing with Jenna. He's racing with my Jenna. So um, you know, oh this goodness. is the madness of it all. Um, and I believe they're taking anacondas. Okay. <laughs> and they're racing. They're racing in real time to Sagay and back in one stream. Now I do know from the, our Gimp run that one of our commanders now. Oh, crikey! Now, I'm yeah, I can't you. remember the record myself, but it's very impressive. I think he managed to do it overnight. Dave will come back and he'll correct us on this, and, and, and he'll remember yeah. who it was. But I'm pretty sure that they stayed up the entire evening, and in fact, their his kids stayed up and they were doing it as well. But they were just a little bit behind, and just they raced. Inc. Yeah, just as ink. That's right. Yep. Yeah. 
And it was yeah. about tw- 12 hours to get there. I think he, he yep. managed. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. A 12-hour stream bubble. Well done, you. And, you know, yeah. all in the name of bringing money in, which is exactly what it needs to do. And I believe you've got Kate Click. Now, I know we there's do. a... I was saving the best to last, yeah. Um, our illustrious... Illustrious? <laughs> you see? I'm mashed. That's a new word. Yeah, well, our illustrious... You know it goes our in the book. illustrious leader at the Hammers of Slack. Um, has very graciously um, joined uh, Team What's It. So, um, I'm thinking, obviously, of handing over leadership of, of the team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I mean, from, from the point of view where we are extremely blessed in the Hutton Orbital Truckers to have such a, a great little core team of guys that are so willing to, to, to muck in and do their own little bits and, and run their own stuff. And then we've seen this knock-on effect where other people pick up the mantle. So it's not something yeah. that I don't think, you know, anybody with the best intent and the best will and the best ability in the world can run one of these groups on their own without becoming quite burnt out and I think you know you've got to have a good team behind you and Kate has certainly got an awful lot of amazingly loyal and very experienced commanders to help her out so it's awesome. Yeah absolutely and you know if I go back to nearly 12 months ago when I first started playing the game and I knew absolutely nothing about it I was watching Kate Click streaming Um she looking around for a for a, for a space sim because I found my joystick in the bottom of a in the bottom of a cupboard and I thought I haven't played a space sim for years and <laughs> I remembered that she'd actually uh, did a piece on on click about the Kickstarter for um, not that I understood what a Kickstarter was at the time um, and I started watching her streaming so yeah very early on um, I got involved with um, the Angel Rose group. Kate Clark's group, um, and then obviously, you know, what can you do with a group like the Hutton Truckers? But you know, take on the challenge, you know, of, of trucking scrap <laughs> to you know, point two two light years. You know, if anybody's been you know seen my tweets today, you know, it, it's you know we've got we've got uh, what did I say? Oh, we've got a full hold of scrap. It's point two two light years to Hutton. Um, half a bag of what's, what's it's and it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. You know, it's just that kind of like insanity. You know, it's like you know, come on, let's do this. You know, and I've met some absolutely uh, amazing people through this. Um, I've been asked, um, especially by one of my, my uh, one of my other um, patriots who who wishes to give a shout out to Commander Rascon. Um, because because he's listening. Uh, I've been chatting to him. He, he he is listening to the show now. Very cool. Well, a big shout out from uh, uh, from Jean Bello or Jean Jean Bello um, at the Hammers of Slough because we are sort of in, in the current phase of expansion and Commander Rascon has been as he is incredibly organised and knowledgeable about you know how you. How you deal with expansion and influence, and you know when when you're in various states. So it's been you know obviously very helpful to 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 um, um, faction uh, yeah, to have someone like that. Yes, and so okay, let, let me tackle that one for you. So it's a bellow from Bello, right? Okay, uh, we have a bellow from Mister Bello for a Commander Rascon, and the message goes as follows: You are awesome. Thank you, Commander. That should cover it, I think. 
<laughs> I think you probably heard that. Yeah, that's one right at the back. So, we've had all these amazing uh, Twitch streams in the past. We've had 24-hour charity runs. We've had Hunter Games, which incidentally was one of the best things I have seen in Elite Dangerous. For part of the Ed 24-hour stream, when they did Hunter Games, I was absolutely captivated it sparked my imagination it looked like so much fun uh, there is one coming up very very soon and I cannot for the life of me remember the date but we will get it up in the Hutton events because we're looking for a team of two truckers to take part in this as well if we can get them organised in time however so we had those streams and they were all raising funds for special effects and then we had Fantastic on of course and we were uh, you met Baz and there's no doubt that you've met Baz because Baz is obviously one of the representatives on the, the front men for special effects and if there's ever a man you need to have a wee chat with who will absolutely charm the money out of your wallet because the reason why everybody wants to give their money the reason why everybody wants to throw and raise as much cash as they can for special effects is because they are so goddamn special special there is if you have follow them on twitter because if you see the little videos of their well we'll call them customers the people whose lives they improve just in such a small and insignificant way when you look at actually what they've done but what it means and what it represents is beyond measure and i think this is probably a good point if you are around hober to to give us a rundown of your own personal experience of uh, special effects thank you Cal. um yeah i mean i hadn't heard of special effects and up until the 24 hour live stream and apologies if i get a little bit cut up here um really struck a chord in my heart because i remember growing up as a young kid um my cousin had spina bifida um he was probably about probably about 10 years older than i was and as i started to grow up i saw him lose less of the use of his limbs to the point where i mean he was awesome he, he loved making people laugh he loved entertaining people and even when he slowly lost the use of his limbs he still loved entertaining people. I remember as like a five-year-old kid watching him play Leisure Suit Larry that I clearly shouldn't have been watching. Um, <laughs> Explains a lot, Homer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, uh, growing up as a kid w- with somebody so close in the family that had a disability that took so much away, he never really let him, it affect him. And he loved gaming. And I always... Every other Friday night, we used to go over to Coventry, we used to go to his house, and like I always thought he had the coolest bed, because like, you press buttons and it moved, and he had a special hook where he could go to the toilet. But the thing that really got me about special effects was remembering the time in his last few years when I just remember him seeing playing Civilization, and he couldn't use his hands anymore, so he used to have a wooden spoon in his mouth to press the buttons to play Civilization, and... Watching what special effects do really, really got to me and just went, I didn't know there was a charity out there that actually did that kind of thing. And I can't imagine a world where people don't play computer games or can't can't physically play computer games. And the fact there's something out there that means they can do it means so much to me just thinking back. You know, back in the day, if there was something like this for him back then... I'm really sorry. He wouldn't I, have I had to sit bug there. Out for a sec, sorry. He wouldn't have had to sit there with a wooden spoon in his mouth, pressing keys on his laptop. 
It is, and, and um, if you are listening and you're not aware of special effects, they do specialise in any sort of, whether it be traumatic injuries that suddenly take people's abilities away from them. And even, I think, they, they work on... Uh, there, was, they, there was one story about communications with people who had struggled. They used eye-tracking and tablets in order to be able to pick out words and things. I mean, the, the work and the, the, the stuff that they're able to do, they're definitely well worth... Uh, looking into and supporting and special effects is the name of the charity now team what's it is obviously this current uh, gamers 24 uh, charity drive where they do they do constant twitch streams for i think it's 24 hours uh, might be longer actually, maybe a whole weekend and all various different Twitch streamers will come in and do a section and run stuff so obviously Team, team Watsit are planning on running a number of events and you can find out through going to tinyurl.com forward slash glugb3k that's g-l-u-g-b-3-k uh, tinyurl.com and then glug three plug three bk we will try and put a link up on the facebook page and if you search for the game blast 16 that's what it's called and it runs from the 26th to the 28th of february uh, this year obviously and they are planning to raise as much money as they can now i believe that game blast is their main event in order to raise funds to keep this charity going for another year so this is the opportunity to make your appreciation and show your appreciation by giving whatever you can to help them reach the targets so I think Team Watts has a rather um, conservative goal let's say of £300 that they want to raise that's their target so they're going to run events obviously we've got the whole um, crazy race to Sajay which is just unbelievable uh, but you know we've got to support them the truckers we've done a number of uh, special effects uh, raised funds of course at the launch party for Elite Dangerous we'd arranged uh, not the truckers but um, a number of us had got together to raise funds again using the pizza fund I believe it was that we used to run all the time for whenever there was a dev release, we would have pizzas sent down. All because one of the silly developers happened to mention when we were asking, when's the 1.1 or what? No, if it had been Alpha, wouldn't it? So it had been Alpha yeah. 1. When's Alpha 2 being released? And they said, oh, just, oh, crikey, it'll be around about um, oh, pizza o'clock. And we all started going, how early can we send them pizza? And uh, <laughs> the answer right. is... Yeah, now, can, so, sorry to sorry to interrupt. Um, can I put some money down on this? The first person to make it, Sanjay, for that, I will put fifty pounds into special effects. So you will you, you in the particular team, you are able to donate to individual members. So what you're saying is, if Bubble the f- the first person to make it, Bubble or Commander Jenner, whichever one of them re- re- uh, reach Sanjay first, you are going to give them fifty pounds to their total. That's what you're. That's what you're pledging right here and right now. Uh, yep, yep. You heard it. Please note that in the diary. <laughs> so I mean, it is it's fantastic, and of course, if, um, Sarah's come in to talk up to and tell us about this, and that's what her team is going to do. And we will get up a list of all of the particular events for that. So what we're going to do just now is we're going to take a little break. So we'll give you that quick URL again. It was tinyurl.com forward slash and he jumps to the other page G L U G B three K 
which, does it say something? Glugbeck, maybe? I don't know. Glug B3K. I'm sure there's something I'm missing in the obviousness. I know if Sarah was back here, we'll catch up with her in a minute anyway. But what we're going to do is we're going to jump into an advert and then we are going to come back for some more information. So do not touch that dial. We, excuse moi, we will be right back after this long letter to Alvin DeFeer from a Cecil B. Trumpington. To Alvin DeFeer from Cecil B. Trumpington. That'd be me. Hutton Orbital, Eden, somewhere in Alpha Centauri. Too bloody far away, if you ask me. Regarding those invoices on your desk. Dear sir, further to the missive of the other day, I would like to tender an explanation as to the invoice on your desk. I had proceeded as instructed to Hutton Orbital, whereupon I met with fellow truckers who very, very kindly agreed to load the pool type 9 lovely craft up with mugs for the mug. In their eagerness to satisfy your trucking needs, there seems to have been a little bit of a manifest error. For with every 30 tons of mugs for the mug, there also happens to have been some gin. Ordinarily, this wouldn't have vexed me terribly, but I was very aware about your standing orders not to waste the long, long, very, very long journey to Hutton. So, showing initiative, I decided that the best thing to do would be to dispose of the gin. Now, being near the orbital, and not wanting to cause shipping hazards, I proceeded to proceed a few kilometers away. Now, at that point, an idea came upon me. Normally, the eject old cargo button has gaffer tape over it. But, aha, I thought, I have an idea. and removed the tape, pushing the button to eject all of the gin. This was my first error, for I had forgotten about the mugs, for the mug. So I attempted to scoop up all of the mugs, uh, for the mug, but not the gin. Unfortunately, some gin did materialize back in my cargo hold. Not much. On returning to Hutton, only a few kilometers away, I asked very, very nicely for some more mugs uh, for the mug. 
but there was some gin in the way. So I proceeded to dispose of the gin. This was my second error. Having now filled a hold with mugs, uh, for the mug, and set my destination, I duly jumped. Now, I can't really remember. It might have been a binary system. I'm not quite sure. However, I correctly proceeded forthwith to the station. Upon arrival, I found the right side of the station, damned confusing things, and proceeded into that little letterbox-shaped thing. This was my third error. The docking controller clearly doesn't know what is what, as he told me off for entering without permission. So I turned the pool type 9 around. And this was my fourth error. You see, a type 9 doesn't fit. It's too big. And there was this viper. Ruddy thing got stuck to my canopy. Couldn't see a thing. So I decided to scrape it off using the toast rack. And that was my final error. It sort of exploded. A bit. And there were alarms. And there was shooting noise. In my haste to remove myself from the situation, I appear to have pushed the wrong button. The one with no gaffer tape on it. Some silly idiot took the gaffer tape off. Anyway, you might ask what this has to do with the invoice. Well, upon my return to Hutton Orbital, I retired to the gentleman's facilities to avail myself of the plumbing. I seem to have committed a bit of a faux pas in Cubicle 3. Your indulgence is appreciated. Sincerely, me. I do so love that advert. I really do. I don't know why. I think Dave, you know, it's, it's some of our our best work to date. Now, charity aside, we've now got a very important part to deal with. We have the political unrest, the official instructions from your political team for what you as a trucker can do this week to help the Hutton truckers expand and grow throughout this well, soon to be owned by us universe. So, of course, we have our usual suspects in the in the little studio tonight with us. We have, of course, Commander Dave, who uh, Van de On, who is going to run us through this section. We have Commander Spike, who's joining us from the Hot Pit team, and of course Hober Mallow. And I believe Hober and Spike have been running some interesting missions tonight. At uh, I think Hober's personal loss. Uh, I think that was fair to say. <laughs> They've not been the most profitable missions from a financial point of view, but f- for our influence, they every little bit helps. Is the best well, I can we've say. We've made all of one percent in the last day. Yes. Yeah, but well, so just so so we so we obviously when we found out where we'd expanded into, the spy team started updating extra spreadsheets, so we're now tracking data for about Georgia's pants. 
So we moved in at 7% on the 13th, and we are at 13% as of today, which is good considering that what's tricky about this system is, and what's caused some confusion on some of the posts that we're reading, because no one's sure how we got it, is there are nine other factions in the system. So that's the most populated system anyone's seen, and we weren't quite sure how we how we expanded into it, considering it's the furthest away that we were looking for. So it, it's finding missions and gaining influence is going to be tricky the good part about coming into this system apart from in the fact that it's finally got a large station was the fact that even though we you only expand in at seven percent we've act all the uh, eight of the other existing nine factions were all lower than lower than us with the highest one being four percent of those so we've actually come in in second place Hence the the sort of call to arms to try and push our influence on as much as we can, because if we can keep a gap between us and the other factions in the system, then we won't get caught in a pointless war with them, and then we can keep pushing forward to actually start a proper war with the controlling faction, that if we beat them, we will get the large station. Excellent. Now, is there only one station in the system? No, there were three... um, um, Star starports, uh, two of them in control of the in the under the control of the controlling faction. So one Coriolis and a platform, and then there is another platform under control of one of the factions. that's on four percent, so then third place effectively. There are two planet side large places to dock. Uh, one again under control of the controlling faction, and one under the control of the same faction that's behind us in the in the influence stakes. So, the, from what we understand, when you battle when you go into a conflict with a fa- with a another faction if you win you get given the most valuable asset so we will either get given the coriolis or the planet side what we don't we don't know because we haven't seen how planet side stations get handed um, over I, yet i was under the impression that you take over all of their assets no you have to do it each time so, so, so in th- if we wanted to completely get if we wanted to take over their three stations we would have to go into war with them three separate times are you trying to say that you get the big panties or the smaller panties? Well, we're, we're aiming we're aiming for, for for grandma's pants is is what we want. We want the we want the starport grandma's pants is what we want. Hashtag grandma's pants. Pants. That's that, that's a new one for the mug and hashtag grandma's pants. So all we want to do is get control of of Zamka port or Zamka station, and then we we have somewhere that's under our influence has relatively good has a market, and then we can start. We can actually people with anacondas and T nines can dock. But can't repair. Which is, we're, we're not there, they can't, but they could go somewhere else. It's, it's, <laughs> quite, it's quite an exciting point. Now, it's, it's quite a, a distance from where we were expecting to be. <laughs> it's... Um, so... Uh, part of this it's not stuff. far from Sol. So, 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 so we, we, you know how so, so Commander Rascon just got a fantastic shout out before for the stuff he's been doing with sl- the Hammers of Slough. So he put together a whole sheet for the spy team of all of the systems near Wise and Alpha Centauri where we thought we could expand into, looking at distance and number of existing factions in those system. We sorted that list, had that list of most most probable at the top, which was Luham 16, and then Barnard Star was 2, all the way down to number 205, which, and we checked them in this order, and 205 was George's Pants. 
So Mark's thrown, ripped out a spreadsheet, thrown it away because we're not sure what the hell is going on with where we've expanded. But, How, but we, we've we've got we've got some people investigating what on earth happened there. There is a suspicion that something happened. Uh, Don Antonacci had an involvement because there were one or two news articles appeared in the is it the Hutton Sun or our local rag, a red top thing um, that can only have been handwritten, um, which were mildly trollish by somebody. Um, and there is a suspicion that it was, um, uh, yeah, under the influence of Don Antonacci somewhere. He's denying all knowledge about this, of course. <laughs> of course, that dirty pirate. Now, if we manage to get, well, obviously George's pants uh, well and truly secured around our waist, and maybe, you know, we can flush down a couple of you know, extra-large pieces, pizzas with stuffed crusts, and, and we're able to actually begin to boom in George's pants, and then leading to a state of expansion over the pant belt. Um, could we expand from there further spreading the truckers throughout the known galaxy yes but not with not easily from the course of action that we've taken so to to expand out of a system you have to have control of the whole system which involves controlling all the starports so to do that we would have had to go after the small the, the one of the planet sides and the one of the outposts that's in control with the mine this one of the smaller minor factions now we would have had to lower our influence when coming into the system and then we would have got because there were so many on low there's there's like uh, seven eight others on one two three and four percent influence so we would have got caught in almost a really difficult number of wars or elections or civil wars with all of those factions so to avoid that and to go for and to get the big big um station first we decided to push up and break away from them to try and get away now if we want to we can probably do it at a later date once and we'll probably to do that we'd probably start calling on the truckers to actually start raising the influence of some of the other minor factions so we can actually pick on those without getting caught in sort of the big mess that's at the bottom yeah without lowering our, our actual uh, yeah. influence so to a point where one. we could lose something yeah, so, so, so we'll support another one, raise them up to our influence, and then get into a war with them to take over. So, so there's, there's, only, there's only two factions that have control of stations. There's one that's on 66, uh, 65% as of today, and the other one's on 4 or 5%. So once we take the ones off the, the, the con- current controlling faction, then we can actually start supporting the other minor faction to raise its influence, and then we can have a war with them as well and throw conkers and stuff at them. Excellent. Well, and it sounds like quite a, an exciting time. I know the Hammers of Slough are, are, are expanding well and things are going well for them as well. And th- I don't know if there's many or I don't think there's any player factions that are doing badly at the moment, is there? No. Not that, uh, there's a c- couple. We're speaking to the um, a couple of the um, leaders in the Eighth Dragon Squadron that's part of the EDC. So they've been having a, a, some real troubles, not from lack of trying, um, lack of effort, but what looks like they're hitting some obscure bugs. So they've been doing some in-depth testing at the moment. So they've had a number of civil wars and won, and nothing's happened. So they're trying they're trying some things out by supporting one of the other factions in the system to see if that makes a difference. But so they're, they're doing a lot of detail gathering to try and um, pass some information back onto Frontier because it looks like they are hitting some bugs. It's just interesting, of course, uh, what I was kind of backhandedly referring to was the um, stellar works of the Diamond Frogs in... (laughs) 
Now, demonstrating on. that, you know, if you do take your eye off the ball, you can find yourself rather uh, homeless or searching for a new system to go to. Uh, the kind of the littlest hobos of the player minor factions are now Emperor's Grace. So hopefully they can turn it around this month. They've got a, they've been given some time to, to get themselves back on top. And I have seen a letter from them. Um, I don't know if any of you have seen this the particular notice that they've put up. No. No? No, no, I haven't. Please tell. No. no. Okay, give me a second while I, I t- attempt. We rece- <laughs> received uh, a, a little uh, a comment, a statement. Um, in fact, it looks like it's a short statement where they are essentially vowing to win back the heart so it does look like they are intending to recoup what has been so savagely sullied and removed so they are going to be back which is good news to hear and of course I'll, I'll put this out there for you Emperor's Grace if you need a hand I'm sure we can find someone that will help you <laughs> I'm sure. Grant, could, could you do me a favour? Before the end of the show, could you just queue up the Littlest Hobo theme tune to play out to? And we'll give them a proper send-off. We will. I mean, is that the Littlest Hobo? We, <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, it's, it's not funny, because I think, you know, sorry, it is funny, but it's not funny, because, if you know, as truckers, we put an awful lot of effort in, and it would be such a shame. And we, Although, to, to be fair, we have seen it happening. We have seen our home system's influence dropping below where we wanted it to be, but we're all pretty much with our Hotbit team because you guys are absolutely amazing and your spies who keep an eye on everything keep us right. So, you know, as a trucker, when you log on, if you check on with the Facebook page, you'll see a statement usually sticky to the beginning of the page telling you what's currently going on and what we need you to do. And that changes, obviously, throughout the week. So when we spot a sort of influence drop back in the home systems, you will see a call to arms to get us back there doing some missions to bolster it. And in fact, we very nearly missed missed expansion uh, as the influence dropped below 75% and almost into the 60s. Um, but nope, we put a halt well, on it. And somebody gave gave um, Alvin Prospect the plague as well, trying to undermine us. So some player group out there decided to bring UAs and give us the plague and prevent our uh, commodity market from working as well. So yeah, we, we've, we've fought to, to keep where we are and we're continuing to grow, which is great. And that's a huge thanks to all of you, all of you sort of full-time truckers, all you part-time truckers who have got other activities on as well. Thank you very much for getting involved and supporting our needs. Because uh, without you, we would be, um, yeah, back at Hutton. Mother truckers. Yeah, sitting there twiddling their thumbs and waiting three weeks for the next coffee delivery to arrive. Ah. Oh. God, those bad no, 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 no. Fruit and veg. Pretty quick. <laughs> no, fruit and veg. Oh, easy. <laughs> so, so with the, so with the, well, we've seen it. So we have seen. I think it, our influence go from seven to thirteen percent in in George's pants. Which, while thirteen is not a lot, it is definitely a big. It's a, from a percentage increase over the seven. It's a lot. And if we're just looking through the latest set of stats. The controlling faction is 65%, and the next nearest faction to us is 4%. So I think we've probably, if we can get another 1%, maybe 2%, then I think we'll be fine and clear, because we're, we're still in expansion state at the moment, so we're not going to get dragged into a war while the expansion state's going. We've got a boom pending. 
But if we can, well, <clears throat> if sorry, we can, the, the, go on. the concern we had is you can you can drop four percent in one day. Um, yes, uh, no, they've they've capped it. So we need a couple of days worth of padding in case yes, it all it all lands on us from a great height. So, so we, yeah, if we can keep keep a gap between them, then we we should be okay to just then concentrate on on raising our influence slowly above and not have to worry about behind us. As I said, the, the difficult part at the moment is because of the state we're in, it, there's not much we can do apart from mission running in this system now because of our relatively lowish influence that affects the number of missions that are available. So, so the higher your faction's influence, the more missions that come available, and the better missions that come available. But and but yeah. also shared. Get your fruit and veg. That, that's Get it. Well, one ton of fruit and veg is all I found tonight. But then, if you mix that or add to the fact that there are ten factions in the system, then the bulletin board is shared between all of those. So it does make for slim pickings for the truckers. But we have. But it it is people who are doing it. It is making a difference. As I said, we've gone from seven percent five days ago, and one thirteen now. So if we keep keep going as as we've been doing, then then we we should be good. And yes, yeah, so as. As I said, just watch the Facebook page for the latest advice. It'll usually be pinned to the top or look out for some of the spy team updates for any hot news flashes. Or keep listening to... make a suggestion? Carry on. Um, I know Emperor's Grace. They're a lovely faction and they don't always see eye-to-eye with people, but us as a hut and truckers, we do what we do to work with other people. So could we not go and help them out? He said... Conflict of well, interest. It's it's, it's complicated. Yeah, yeah it's very complicated. So the diamond frogs the, have the helped people, us. Yeah, the, the people they're fighting against is another player faction, and one of the things we'd be very clear about from the start is that um, we, you know, we don't want to get involved between player faction and player faction conflict over a system. I mean, if somebody's taking over a system and then an external group comes in as pirates, whatever else, that's absolutely fine. But when two factions are vying for a system, we have to politely bow out and say, we're buddies with both of you. We don't want to take sides. Um, but whoever wins it, if you want some truck in afterwards, we're more than happy to help. And then something Wonderful. that we've we've discussed as well was was one of the things we, we we've discussed that if we ever happen to expand into a system that already has a player group in that system, so I'm not sure how what the logic but sort of but behind behind the background sim works of whether that will but that will happen eventually that if someone's already a player group is already in there and we can we can tell it's a player group then we'll just leave that system alone and not interfere with them so we, we, yeah unless they unless they want us to if they want us to come in and do stuff to to, to raise influence but we'll not aggressively attack us take over a system if if another player group is already in there if they get their first so then they're welcome to it if they come and try so and take ours we'll we'll try and we'll defend it. So we're not going for the old Russian-style takeover? <laughs> no, 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 there are definitely no tanks anywhere in that country. There, 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 are no, there must be volunteers. There's nothing to do with us. Uh, no, no, there are no forces massing on the border. Nothing to do with us. The utter denial, yeah? Yes, and the fact that they're so carrying tons of mugs. team of 10 T9s? Yes, please do. Or but okay, say you're cancelling it, it, but keep it yep, going. Yep, over. <laughs> Hope is over. <laughs> so so yes, yeah, so a big thank you to everyone who's who's running the mission who's running the, the sparse and barren missions out of George's pantaloons. Our influence in Wise is still good, ticking over at the high sixties to sixty seven, got up a little bit, but it fluctuates between seventy and sixty six. And Alpha Centauri as of today is actually slightly up. We've got up three percent to eighty one, so that's good. Which will be good if we keep that ticking over. 
then when we go through the next few cycles of states, we can expand out of Alpha Centauri again. You, you, you know, you know why that jumped? Was, was that the, uh, the huge amount of exploration data. Ed Hunt, mentioned him in the news earlier. He hasn't been flogging all in one go. What he's been doing, because his clicking finger got a bit knackered, is uh, flogging 10 million, then logging out and coming back later, oh, and flogging 10 million man. more the next day. And he's actually been staging his sales at 10 million a day from his 100 million run for us. Well, that shows, because from five days ago, we were 73%, and then we've just been going up since then. So that's really good stuff. We salute you, Commander. We, we might, do, we, do we have any spare? Do we have any spare um, coasters? We haven't given any officially out yet. So may, I, I, I think that deserves more than just the patch. But the coaster, do we have his contact? Have you? Have we got his contact details? Yeah, we, if, I, he may have either a mug or a patch already. So I'm pretty sure. Cause, yeah, he did the gimp run. Cool. So, so if you can get me his contact details, already. we will. We will send him. We will send him the first official winner of a coaster. Well, we we had um, coincidentally on uh, a different uh, Facebook group on the actual um, Elite Dangerous closed group. We had a, a question from a, uh, Mark Lewis: "Is how do I buy one of these Hutton mugs in real life? Anyone got a link? Does it exist?" And the response came back from many people: "Well, they do exist, but you can't buy them. You've got to earn them." And his next question: "Why not even earn one?" How do you earn them? And so I put up pictures of the. I mean, there's a pair of underpants with a Hutton logo on them. There's um, <laughs> a mug. There's some shot glasses. There's a, a shirt. There's a coaster. And the, the, the bottom line on the whole thing is that in order to get some of these lovely goodies, which a lot of them are from the generosity of other commanders who, who drop a few you know pennies in the tank, um, we, we, we buy these goodies and send them out only as prizes to people who go above and beyond. So they, they have to be earned, whether it's the mugs or the patches or the coasters. So, Vin, tell me what the next competition is to win one of these fine... Goodies. Well, um, he got so excited well, he popped off the internet. <laughs> um, well, um, we're, we're looking at... We've got a, a lot of these um, the flight patches. The very generous uh, Buck Naked of Lake on Spaceways donated a, a large volume of these flight patches for... Uh, anybody who's going above and beyond for the mug. So um, we're going to have a look at the Saturday event and people who really go beyond the call of duty. So it may be our miners or it may be people, you know, stacking missions in George's pants. Well, stacking anything in George's pants. Um, So I I think we're probably going to put up a a handful of these um, flight patches for Saturday. Okay, and, and when it comes to when it comes to mugs, I mean, information on mugs is we are coming up to the point where we will look at a another batch or so of these mugs in order to have another large event. So it's difficult because obviously it's difficult to come up with something as crazy and as manic as the previous one. But you know, leave us long enough, and we'll come up with something where you can earn another mug. Because um, we do ideally would love for everyone to be able to have one. Uh, but we have so many wonderful little things coming. Uh, we've got so many samples of things coming over the next couple of weeks. And, of course, your kind donations have made it possible for us to seek out new prizes and then come up with new ways for you to win them. So thank you very much for all of you who have visited, visited the web webpage and clicked on the Donate button and sent in some pennies. We have quite a good prize fund and, of course, we all put in as well um i think that's something we can confirm we've all put in our own cash because it's kind of how we started and it's kind of what we wanted to do so wait till you see this stuff by the way it's absolutely (laughs) 
flipping amazing. Well, if you uh, if you come to Elite Meet, by the way, which happens to be on April the second, somewhere in Glasgow, there will yeah. be one or two of the goodies on show up there. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Yeah, I'm hoping to have some other. In fact, you know what? We will. We'll bring some hunting mugs there for some giveaways, and we'll come up with something. Something. There'll be coasters as well. And we'll, you know, even if you have to come in and just, you know, sort of wink and do the secret Hutton Truckers handshake whilst, you know, holding your breath and uttering the chant for the mug um, in order to qualify for one. But no, we'll have a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to meeting you if you're coming up to the Elite Meet. If you want to see information on the Elite Meet uh, meeting, which is, of course, on the 2nd of April this year, you can find out that at EliteMeet.info. That's right, EliteMeet.info. We do have a room at the venue available. So if you're quick, you can snap up that last one. I think we are now into the mid-50s on attendees, which is great. We have a maximum that we're aiming for of 100, because we think it'll get a bit tight after that, especially when you see the size of my ass. Um, <laughs> Your asp. Asp, yes, that's what I said. Um, well, did you see Did you see the picture that um, Ian Barriston did? <laughs> oh, that's right, yes, he showed you yeah, exactly no, where did, you can land actually- your anaconda. Yeah, he's taken an um, an isometric view of the venue and the surrounding roads, and he's found three places, one of which will park a python, which I've already booked, but there are two more parking spaces for asps uh, outside. He's measured them, and it is to scale as well. So he's found parking spaces to scale for ships outside the venue. That is so superb. So very much like the rest of Hutton Truckers, we can't even land... An anaconda or a cutter <laughs> out of <elite> meat. <laughs> no, it, it, there's nowhere big enough. <laughs> it's just perfect. perfect. <laughs> it really is. And wait till you see the toilets. You're going to be lucky if you can drop more than a ton at once. <laughs> I'll drop three blocks. Three, thank you very much. <laughs> so that is. Um, do we have any other burning information that we need to get out into the truckers' ears tonight? Well. Commander no. Babster has just sent me a secret message saying, I've been shouting for the mug for so long, but how do I get one? And I said, the mug isn't a physical thing, it's an idealism. So <laughs> says Alvin. <laughs> well, it's also a physical thing. Look, I've got one here and I'm drinking whiskey out of it. No, 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 he's not allowed one. <laughs> This whiskey tastes good from a mug. Well, I know. I mean, there's people that have. I mean, they, you do have to earn these mugs, and I think we will get another another batch or so in, so that we can try and give some more away. But see, we've got some other stuff, and uh, we do have to sort of tip our hat to our um, inscriber. <laughs> inscriber is that right? Inscriber? <laughs> yeah, that'll inscribe? do. And, okay, yeah, yeah, inscribe. Who, your your skills of of sandblasting uh, ornaments is uh, second to none, and if you have seen some of the tankards that have been produced, which are just absolutely stunning, and I'm lucky enough to have one, not rubbing it into anyone at all, not at all, alien, okay, I've got one. Um, <laughs> alien, I've got two tankards. How many have you got? I shouldn't do that. Oh, this punks on the team. I should not right now. poke the monkey there. Oh no, Alien gave us a, I mean, gave me a, a fantastic and an amazing uh, tankard as well, which sits beautifully next to that and the 754,000 bloody mugs that are currently filling all my kitchen units to the absolute distraction of my poor wife. But, hang on, hang on, well, hang on. Are you well, living well, at yeah, you're, you're saying about our, ins- <laughs> oh, sorry, our inscriber, um, but he's not able to be here this evening because he's making cake. 
Oh, but it's a good-looking cake. It's a sexy cake. It's, he's making it a B, BB-8 from, for his daughter. His daughter wanted a, a Star Wars birthday party. So even Star being even Star has um, has then spray painting with food, edible food stuff and made a completely round BB-8 cake. It looks fantastic at the moment. <laughs> fantastic. Well, can he be my dad? <laughs> yeah, I asked I ask him the same thing <laughs> Well I think this is a, a perfect place to, to round up the show and thank everyone for tuning in and listening to us, we'll get this up on iTunes and on the Hutton Orbital website uh, within minutes afterwards, uh, it's a promise and we will catch you again next week but yes, if we see you on Saturday night at 8pm at George's Pants you can join in our special first ever truckers mining missions uh, we've got a couple of minutes if anyone wants any last thing to be shouted at quickly oh wait, in which case we shall bid you all a very good evening thank you for spending so much time with us thank you to uh, to spike to van de Aan, to hober Mallow, to sarah johnson for coming in and telling us all about team wasset make sure you go and visit the link go and find team Watson and give them your pennies to go towards special effects but as per the request by mr Mallow himself we're going to play out with a tune dedicated to emperor's grace player faction this one's for you may we see you again in skies nearby good night everyone Just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel life That's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my home So